Welcome, Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk millennial stress, 13-minute workouts, angelic healing, and Reiki with singer, songwriter, trainer, and spiritual coach Derek Jameson. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live Fit Club. Hey, what's up? Welcome, Fit Clovers. I had to play this one to get a little, little energy, a little light. Mm-hmm. I love JLo. Um, anyways, so glad to have our guest, Derek Jameson, with us. So glad you're able to join us, man. Thank you. Um, again, guys, my, I'm your host, Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. Um, TK, where can they find you? My name is TK Trinidad. You can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. And Mr. Jameson, where can they find you? At Derek Jameson. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> nice. Thank you for joining us. Uh, just really excited to get to learn more about what you're doing. Um, I know, I've known you as a trainer, um, but now you've really gone into like angelic healing and doing Reiki and um, crystal healing. And, you know, I guess for better or worse in LA, we're exposed to a lot of it. And so now it, I'm really excited to find out more about what you're, what you're doing. Definitely. Um, so we'll go through a couple stories, kind of give us your perspective. And, um, yeah, we'll see what we can uh, find out. Uh, the first story is actually talking about understanding emotional intelligence. They're finding that, you know, it really is a beneficial marker for career success and happiness and health um, later down, later on in life. And they're looking at uh, different ways uh, to assess your emotional intelligence. And some, of, and some of the ways actually involve testing, of course. But then there's doing a 360, which is kind of talking to the people in your life and finding out how they feel about you, but mm-hmm. doing so in a very blunt fashion, which, you know, may not be good for you if that's not the way you want to operate. I do that um, all the time. You do? <laughs> Whether or not people want to hear or do you... Oh, no. Like, it's always good... Or are you asking? I ask, I ask oh, people. Okay. Like, it's, it's always good to find out... Go to the people that are not going to lie to you, but if you're a blunt person yourself, then the likelihood of somebody that's not blunt, there's probably not going to be around you. So it's always good to find out because there's things that you've been going through your life for a long period of time that you have no idea about because it's you're used to it where somebody brings it up and it's like legitimately harming or you could you could actually make that change not necessarily yeah. a character thing but that like one minuscule thing it's like oh my gosh I had no idea yeah so and, it's definitely beneficial and for those who don't know what emotional intelligence is it's the ability to understand and label emotions as well as express and regulate them so it's really understanding I guess your motivations behind what you're doing and what emotion is triggering that and regulating that if it comes to it Right. I think it's important, though, that you step into that space and not take anything personally. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to be willing to ask someone's opinion of like what they think about what you're doing or how you're acting or what you're saying, it's important to come from a place of neutrality so you can receive that information the right way. Yeah. And, and for you as a trainer, how, how is the emotion of the client affecting the workout or affecting the, the progress they're making? Well, that's part of my whole program is that even if they step into my space and they are in an emotional, I can read uh, like emotional negative space, mm-hmm. I can read it right off the bat and then I start taking it and raising their vibration by how I'm going to approach the situation. Yeah. So um, I kind of work already with that and kind of see where they are and then do something that's going to uplift them. Yeah. You know, and it's really assessing the person and where they're at right at the moment. How do you uplift their... Their vibration. Well, first you can see where they're coming from because Mm -hmm. the moment that they get out what they're feeling, that's the moment that they let it outside of their body. It's thought form, saying it verbally, and then you can take it from match where they're at Mm -hmm. and then start to give them a different perspective. Okay. If Mm -hmm. you can give someone a different perspective, they're literally going to shift in that moment and be able to move up. And and that's interesting because one of the ways they said to kind of 
balanced stuff is um, seeking out different opinions, mm -hmm. seeking out people that differ from you um, to help you balance. They also say healthy coping mechanisms like yoga and meditation are good. Um, prolonging your trigger and response. So if something triggers you one way or the next, just giving that response time mm -hmm. more time. Uh, and then positive self-talk, which I thought was interesting to kind of regulate your negative emotions. Is that something you talk about with your clients? Definitely. I think affirmations are really important mm -hmm. because if you're saying, oh, God, I suck at this or, oh, my God, you know, whatever, you start just kind of negating everything that you're doing rather than saying, oh, I'm working on being really strong. Yeah. I'm working on being happier. You know, I'm actually already happier. I am happier. Yeah. I am presence, kind of like that concept. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Like that. Um, what I like for me, what I've I've learned to do, kind of, sort of my own process, which is I ask myself before I respond to something that triggers me, is what was my goal from this interaction? Mm -hmm. um, and usually that reminds me because usually the trigger is something that's upsetting to you, right? And if it's something you want to work with or like have a future with, you know, the goal from the interaction is to further that along, right? So then you say, wait, maybe I can respond to this in a different way than I would have initially thought about doing so. Yeah, I well, find. That, yeah, no, go ahead. <laughs> well, that's the thing is you need to be able to ask yourself the question. When you take that step, you're ask, you're actually asking this other version of yourself that is the lighter version, is mm -hmm. the one that's going to make the positive choice within the matter rather than the one that wants to create harm or yeah. negative things. Yeah. Yeah, I find that for me, I think I took on this mentality maybe two or three years ago where it's like if it's does it if you're not messing with my family or my money like <laughs> other, it doesn't matter and I actually like, there's this one girl she like complains about stuff in a joking manner she's like why does nothing doesn't anything bother you and I'm like you're not nothing to do with my family and my money last, last time I checked my bank account's good so it's just like the, to me it's just like everything else is you know you could be upset or you can have that like okay that really irritates me but at the end of the day I think what a lot of people don't realize, especially being in America, we're going home to something. We're a couch, a bed, a room, an apartment, or whatever. And there are a lot of people in a lot of other places that are not. So, yeah. you know, you know, even if you can afford ramen, it's better than garbage. Well, how, how do you deal with your inevitable triggers? Like like she said, like money or family. Like what if someone does mess with your money? What if someone does mess with then your family? Then they're dying. <laughs> like how, how do you deal with that trigger that you feel is like you don't know how to regulate yourself? I don't have the same triggers that I used to. Because yeah. when I see that, when I see that, it's very clear to me that that's exactly where they exist. That's exactly how they see their own life, and that has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with us. Mm -hmm. That's why you can react the way that you can, because you're like, well, that has nothing to do with me. You're th that's where you exist mm -hmm. at, and the yeah. only thing you can do is hopefully inspire them to shift that vibration, like we talked about. Yeah. yeah. Or even too, I find that like road rage or all that other stuff. You like you were saying, you don't know what that person is going through. So what I do yeah. is if somebody's <laughs> at a store or something is like, you know what? I give them a whole storyline. It's like, look, you woke up, your husband cheated on you. You, like you know your child ran away like this is why you're acting this way towards me because it has nothing I just walked in so it has nothing to do with me right. and once I attribute their situation then I almost feel sorry for them opposed to you know you're going to the natural things being okay well is it because I'm a woman is it because you go through this laundry list and it's like you don't have time for that so I give them a whole storyline so like Shaka when you're having a bad day you have a whole storyline see, see that's what I normally do but you know every now and then I, I shift and so, you know, I had an incident of road rage the other day. Uh, I won't go into details. <laughs> I won't go into details. But there was a moment where the lighter self of me said, you can respond differently here. Then the other part of me said, no, I need to honor this feeling within inside me and, mm -hmm. you know, continue on. Um, how, how do you balance that when honoring that feeling inside you might be a negative thing? 
Well, I don't think it's always a negative thing because yeah. if you always responded in one form, you would <coughs> never know the difference between mm-hmm. the two. You would never know what feels good to you and what feels bad to you and what's right for you and the direction you want to go. So no matter what choice you make, it's literally taking you in the next step of what you, how you're going to react to the next thing. Yeah. So it's all good. It all serves a purpose. Yeah. Acknowledging so, it. Because, yeah. you know, some people are like, you, you could, I'm sure you get some of those clients where you can see physically there's something <laughs> wrong with them and you're like, well, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. And you're looking at their body language, especially they're good at like seeing body language, energy. Like you're looking at it, you're like something's wrong. And but you're you have to deal with them because usually when people do that, I just walk away. It's like all right, you're just whenever you're ready, I'm here. But it's just like you're seeing something's wrong and they don't want to acknowledge it. Like at least you acknowledge like okay, if this person is standing in front of me, they might get punched in the face. But I'm not gonna do that. But at least you. Like acknowledge. Oh, no, I, I, you know, I, you I did. What, I, I did what I had to do. Let's say that. <laughs> but no, but no parties were hurt, and I felt better <laughs> afterwards. So sometimes you have to honor that <laughs> 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 But um, hopefully, you guys will honor uh, other feelings and uh, come and watch us over at AfterBuzz uh, Television. I guess, I guess, <laughs> I guess I'm doing this. I'm honoring this. Yes. I don't really want to. Just joking. <laughs> hey, AfterBuzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We are asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailored made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be. They're optional. So hit the subscribe button now for this channel, and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know that you did in the comments, and we'll thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans, and for helping us be the ESPN of talk. Thank you guys. We appreciate it. Um, but yeah, let's get back into it. We got, got to talk. Our next story is about drinking. Um, and drinking is actually aging us a lot more than we think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, especially with you as a singer and kind of being involved in the nightlife in terms of going out and having to have these gigs and that sort of world, um, we definitely want to hear your take on how you've had to balance that. Yeah, but what they're actually finding is between 2002 and uh, 2013 that regular drinkers, people self-identified as regular drinkers, went from 65 to 73, went up from 65% to 73%. And uh, people that identified as having four more drinks in a sitting for females and five or more drinks in a sitting for males went up 30%. So people aren't just drinking. There are not more people drinking, but all those people are drinking a little bit heavier, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just... It ages the body. It, it, it causes lines and wrinkles because it dehydrates the skin. Mm-hmm. They're finding that it causes a condition where you get a gray circle around the eyes that normally isn't set till about the average age of 60. Oh. People are getting that in their late 20s and 30s. Wow. Obviously, the weight gain from the liquor itself and the inhibition getting lowered and eating the food. So there, there's all these markers, and it really helps. It really hurts your liver because your liver is forced to work a lot harder, which creates more free radicals. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have the antioxidants to balance the free radicals, then those free radicals end up causing things like diabetes and heart disease, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, so it's got all these deleterious effects, yet we all kind of go through that stage of at least drinking without kind of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you balanced that in your own career? How do you tell people who are committed to drinking but also training and fitness how to balance that as well? Uh, Well, for me personally, I don't drink as much. I used to drink more, and even when it comes to a show, yes, I want to be social and enjoy my time, but now I delegate my time of drinking to be when it's a special occasion mm-hmm. or when it's when it means something, yeah. not just any old day of the week, and then I keep doing that. Yeah. And then with clients, how I approach that is I go, they tell me a story about how they were at an event and they were drinking, and I go, okay, well, how do you feel now? Like, how did it make you feel afterwards? Mm-hmm. Because they start putting a negative connotation and a negative 
relationship with the actual act mm -hmm. of doing that. So you have to get it from how does it make you feel? Yeah. And then when you see how it makes them feel, they listen to themselves and they go inward to figure out how to make a step in a healthier direction. Yeah. Yeah. And also why, too. Like, why? Why? Yeah, why are you, because if you get the why, then you won't even get to the how, because then you wouldn't even do it or you won't do it as much. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of people, I think one of the reasons why is be, a lot of people have drinking more is because just look at society. We have the pressures of social media. All of a sudden, people are competing against other people, and we used to just have TV. Yeah. Now you have the phone with you every moment of the day so now you're drinking more compound it's just it's just crazy and once you and I think a lot of people don't want to ask the why because they don't want to stop drinking yeah. therefore but all the little things like I find when I drink before I go to bed um I can't wake up early. Well, yeah, here's yeah. The, one of the things is twenty percent of people are drinking to get to sleep, but it actually disrupts your sleep. Yeah. So it, you, it leads to worse sleep. But people legitimately drink just to to fall asleep. Yeah, to fall. It's asleep. It's a lot easier to fall asleep. But if you want to be actually up and active, not like rolling out of bed and then rolling into the car and then rolling yeah. into work and then getting coffee. And yeah. if you want to be actually up and doing something and like have your mind right, like I. I know if I have stuff to do that day, I'm not going to. I'm not going to drink. People you know? are in the mindset at the at the end of the day after they go to work or whatever happened in their day. They want they have the mindset of wine or drinks are going to mm -hmm. help them unwind. Yeah, yeah. they're going to loosen up. It's the association. Stuff. Yeah, right. It is. It's that's. It's the relationship with what they're doing. So it's about taking that away and going. Well, what is going to be a healthy way to unwind yeah. and take that stress away or that anxiety? Yeah, sitting on the couch is like at unwinding. Like yeah. my ex. Um, we used to drink because he was a bartender at one point, so he mm. knows all that. So we used to drink, have a glass of like vodka or some type of mix every every night. And then when we broke up, I found myself and mind you, my both my parents don't drink, mm -hmm. so I found myself doing that. And then I had to like I <laughs> I don't do this. There's, yeah. yeah, there's no even there's no reason rhyme or yeah. reason. And then I had to stop. Like it's like okay, there's no there's no need. But you have to you have to see a lot of people. I shouldn't say a lot of people, but sometimes we get into these modes where you're just, you're a zombie. Yeah. Like, you know, you can go two weeks and you're wondering how you gained 10 pounds is because you weren't conscious and mindful every day. Yeah. Like, you're just kind of going through the motions, especially if you have something like a like a, a job you don't like and you're, you know, punching the clock and stuff like that, so. Yeah, and, and, they, and they're saying uh, if you're having trouble with this, some of the different uh, ways to cope is to find a non-alcoholic drink that you do like so that you have something in your hand. If you go, um, Don't avoid the social scene, they say. Mm -hmm. You need to reinterpret the social scene so you can be out but not associate the drinking with it. Yeah. Uh, and then there is a strategy of having a glass of water in between each drink so you're not dehydrating yourself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so there's some different strategies. Do you have any tips or tricks or you know, things to drink responsibly for people? I mean, uh, you're, I'm t you're talking yeah. to me who just wants to only do it on a special occasions. Yeah. So I'm always, I always literally go, why am I going to do it? How long am I going to stay out? Why don't I take this one drink, have it the healthiest version of what I can have, mm -hmm. yeah. and then milk it? Like, yeah. don't yeah. sit there sucking it down so you can feel confident enough to go dancing. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, really ask yourself that question of why I'm doing it. Yeah, I went through several iterations of that. I feel like uh, when I was younger, I'd say... Uh, only special occasions, but there seemed to always be a special. It was Especially a in LA, it was <laughs> there's like red carpet or like something every, every night. night. Yeah. yeah, and it was just, and I had to stop myself. I mean, it took like a year, a year going. Wait a minute, I drank only on special occasions, but I still drank about as much as I did the year before. And I was like, I got to really pare yeah. this down. Well, I mean, it just depends too why why you're why you're doing it. Like yeah. for instance, like I I don't drink wine because of the calories, but what I'll do is I'll have something like a, a vodka on the rocks, like the. The, the flavored ones, but drinking walk on the rocks, you can't, well, I can't 
like guzzle that down. Yeah. So now I'm not. Where's a sweet drink? Yeah. You know, we can do five of those. So yeah. with the vodka on the rocks, now I'm sipping it because it's just so mm-hmm. tart. Yeah. So that's kind of my thing. So now, you know, instead of having, you know, 1,000, 1,100 calories, I'm having like 68 calories on something that, you know, it's giving me that buzz, but it's also like this is kind of sort of enjoyable. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So it kind of, you know, balances out. Yeah, balance is key. It's always key. Uh, but we're, they're also looking now at CBD, as we were talking about uh, alcohol disrupting your sleep. It looks like CBD might actually really help your sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but the studies are kind of fresh studies on CBD, and they're finding that it, it, it targets the GABA in, uh, inhibitor and the serotonin receptors. And so basically, it's also increasing your your mood, uh, your feelings of like your feelings of love, and then also your anxiety is getting decreased when it targets your GABA inhibitors. And so it's kind of working on both levels, whereas something like melatonin um, basically triggers your body into thinking it's time to sleep, but it's not working on those, on those other levels as well. So I was wondering, what do you think about the importance of sleep, especially when it comes to training, and then what do you think about products like CBD that haven't quite been as tested? I feel like you're in a field where it's sort of emerging and new, and so how do you kind of balance that newness with, you know, making a decision that might be impactful currently? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously sleep is of utmost importance, and sometimes your body needs more one day than it needs the next day. So if you can allow it that, let yourself have that rest because our physical bodies can go through different stresses on different days. So it's not tailored. It's not every day you need this much. Every day might be different. Mm-hmm. It might be a little less one day, a little more the next day. Um, and then that's when your body goes through cell repair. And there's a lot of changes that happen, a lot of changes that happen with you in healing ways that don't even just involve your physical body. So that is, like, the one thing that I always get in. I find a nap time when I can. Siestas is right. Okay. Now, with CBD, I actually give that to my dog. Um, he's older, but he gets anxiety, and yeah. he starts stressing out. So that's how I first introduced CBD to my life. Yeah. And I even told my parents to start getting it for theirs yeah. um, because it helps with joints. It helps with the anxiety. Oh, yeah, they're finding inflammation. We had the guy from yeah. Real Blood yeah. Trader last week. Yeah. Now, what they are doing, well, this is what I was told. I know some people that were starting to create a drink. So back on, like, the nightly drink thing, yeah. instead of having the drink, if they do come out with this, and they might already have I something. I think Coca-Cola just invested in one of the Canadian firms. So, oh, like yeah. a CBD drink? Yeah. They'll oh, be able cool. to have a drink at night and know that it's going to help benefit them rather yeah. than something that's going to cause any harm to their body. See, but yeah. here's the thing. Here's my question. So you, like, for instance, your dog is a little bit different because you can't talk to your dog, <laughs> right? Like, you don't know what's stressing him out. It'd be kind of weird that he told you. But, like, for the people who, like, they have anxiety or they can't sleep or they can't do that and they're taking these products, um, healthy or not, in order to to help that, like, I think this is where kind of, like, mental health and all that stuff comes in, actually discovering what got you to that point and either unwinding or undoing it or something where it's like, okay, I've experienced, I've, I've kind of went through everything to know how I got here and therefore now I can take it versus yeah. just putting a band-aid on it's like, well, I can't sleep, so yeah. I'm going to do this. Yeah, and, but I, I think, I think if you're, su- if you're suffering from, not just lack of sleep, but being able to get to sleep, mm-hmm. and then when you get to sleep, you can't get deep sleep. Yeah. Because for me, I went through melatonin. What didn't really do anything for me in terms of long term? The first two weeks knocked out, and after that, it just didn't work anymore. Right. You know. And so they're they're finding with CBD that's not having that sort of problem of building up a tolerance to it. Uh, so it looks like it might have these benefit benefits, but yet again, no one's done it for twenty years, thirty years, forty right. years. 
Um, and that, that goes back to figuring out and asking yourself why. What is the problem with not being able to go to sleep as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you need that? Are you working on other aspects of your life that are creating that 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 meaning or needy needing to yeah. not sleep as much or like feel that you need more so on and so forth so you have to sit there and go what's going on in my life how what can i start manipulating so that i don't don't need an outside Mm -hmm. influence because i don't ever need anything to go to sleep um i just make sure i'm taking (laughs) care of my like (laughs) spiritual mental health and i I never feel stressed out because i don't allow it yeah so it's that's how i kind of try to teach people is that Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily need something but you can utilize if it's going to help push you in that direction as long as you don't become dependent on anything to get you there. And then even too, I've been doing yoga for about three weeks now. I've been doing it on and off for a long time, but I've recently started doing where I'm doing it every day. That has changed my life immensely. Like any of the injuries I have, I obviously still have them, but they're not like I had, you know, um, chronic back issues and I haven't had that. My joints are way more lubricated. I'm actually sleeping less, but I'm getting more fitful sleep. Like all those little things that are provided from from doing yoga. And, and they're I'm, probably even fueling the yoga in terms of you're waking up and now you're excited to go do exactly. yoga and you're well, feeling I better. Well, I wouldn't say excited. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not there. There are 100, there's 98 days left in the year and I've put it on myself, my ownness, and I usually work out maybe five to six days a week, but I put it on myself to do this and like a workout every day with the intention of, you know, my goal. So yeah. I now have that self-pressure on myself. There's going to come a point where I like yoga, but at this point, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's just get we're here. It. Yeah. yeah, we're here. That's what, you just said the right word, your intention. You said, I have the intention of this goal. I have the intention of that. Because you have the intention, you're going to carry out in the way that feels right for the day, mm-hmm. and you're going to stay with that because you set that intention yep. and you keep moving in that direction. Yeah. So Because I didn't want to do, I didn't want to work out today. I'm like, I have so much to do, and it's like, okay, well, you usually do this, but you have an hour. Yeah. So go Go and do that hour and then come back and because you will spend an hour on social media. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, and that's another thing with society too. It's like, what is social media stressing you out? They should do a whole study on that. Well, I mean, and that actually, that's part of millennial stress. Um, new study is showing that millennials are under a lot of stress. Uh, part of it is that because we came of age in an economy that wasn't so great, a lot of us are living at home uh, mm-hmm. with our parents or um, sharing homes. So people are concerned about uh, their careers. We kept, but at the same time, time we grew up in sort of a gig economy mm-hmm. and so in LA I mean, I mean well I guess LA is where it started but it's still kind of you know between Airbnb and uh, Uber and Lyft and these different things that have kind of spread around the country really so so we're we're taking almost more ownership of what we're doing, but at mm-hmm. the same time, there's no job security. And so, and we're dealing with different stresses, and we have the social media that allows us to see and care about so many different things, but that might be actually stressing us out, yeah. because now we know what's happening in this small part of the world, and, you know, whereas you just didn't know. <laughs> You're putting in more. People are more concerned about the Kardashians. I'm sure they're not concerned with the small part no, of the but, world. No, but, but we're getting, the, it's being downloaded somewhere. Yeah. You know, you are seeing it briefly on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so, how is millennials, or how do you have people coach people to kind of deal with the stress uh, of life going forward, especially when it's the, the rules are different. And how do you use your own practice with the angelic healing and the Reiki to kind of inform that? Uh, well, everything is how what their relationship is with themselves. Yeah. So you're looking at why is that stressing you out? Like, what are you looking at that's stressing you out? Literally, everything is in the power of yourself. Mm-hmm. You have the power to create everything around you. And when people are following something on Instagram and they don't unfollow it or they don't mute the story or yeah. whatever it is, 
they're choosing to embark in that experience yeah. that is actually taking them into that negative space. Mm-hmm. So it's all a conscious choice. But if they don't know that it's a conscious choice that they're making, then they can't actually fix that. Yeah. So the point that I work with is like, I let people assess themselves and I'm like, look at that. That's how you see yourself within that realm of your existence. Mm-hmm. Now let's work on fixing that. But if they don't see the mirror, then you can't actually move forward with breaking apart that whole thing that's keeping them so constricted to that negative mindset. So it's about showing themselves first and then letting them discover that and listen to themselves so that you can move forward. Yeah. I just unfollowed. No, I just <laughs> muted. Out. No, on, on Instagram. Like, you have Instagram friends, but I just yeah. muted two people that um, their time, there was nothing negative about their timeline, but it was triggering me in a negative fashion mm-hmm. based off of history. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to unfollow them. There's nothing, you know, but at this point in time, it's a trigger. And I just mu- I muted their stories. I muted their th- And I feel so much better because I scroll through Instagram. I'm yeah, on yeah. it on a daily basis for work, etc. So it's like, I don't want to see that because I just don't need that. I'm trying to keep everything on a positive. So when you, it's again, it goes to that whole self thing. And I think maybe yoga has helped me do that and also this stuff. But just looking at self and seeing, just tracking what you know why before you go and you know grab the drink or before you go and get the ice cream before you do all this what happened right before that mm-hmm. for you to do that especially if you had ice cream five days in a row yeah you know what i'm saying so it's just like all those little things that make that that you know trigger makes sense and and just on a deeper level because what what is angelic healing like what is that and how do, how does someone incorporate that into their life or make their life better and reiki even I, I like i've heard of reiki i don't know what reiki actually is yeah um so yeah how do people use that in a practical manner well, like I just said, that literally was what I was talking about, meaning I have someone assess themselves. So I'd put something in front of you and I'd mm-hmm. be like, grade yourself right off the bat without thinking too much mm-hmm. or what your idea of those things are. Yeah. Let's see how you actually see yourself and then you're going to see yourself. After that, I take them into a full meditation where I put them in a trance state so that we can start clearing out some of that junk, even mm-hmm. using tones, music, all of that stuff. However, the most connected thing that I do within this experience is that I connect those people with their guardian angel, their angel team, and their spirit guides, or the guides that work with them at this point in their life. So I literally connect them and give them intuitive tools in order to be able to build that relationship, whether or not in dreams, in meditation, whatever your intention is, Mm -hmm. you can do that. So by doing that, when you realize that you're not really alone in any situation, like Mm -hmm. us in this room, what we are surrounded with just right now is incredible. The power, the vibe is high. I can feel it, right? So you have to know that you are never alone. But if everyone goes home and they're in a low moment and they think that they're alone and then they start drinking Mm -hmm. and they start doing detrimental behavior, that's where the spiral goes. But if they knew that they were never alone and that they were supported in their decisions that's all they need to know to know that they can be uplifted and keep moving forward in their life purpose direction so my goal is to get them connected with the angelic realm and be able to connect that and so that's angelic is that that also reiki well i use reiki within the meditation so i'll use light reiki to when i put them into the meditation and we do the affirmations like we talked about Mm -hmm. i give them time to just focus on themselves not with my voice but just so that they can go through a healing process and they can go inward and start listening to themselves they're literally laying there and they have to do nothing but actually be with themselves in that moment and that's a process of reiki i'm just like what exactly is is doing like energy healing so you'll see people putting their hands they put their hands together like this they put it over certain areas of body now with that 
It's it's like channeling energy. Yeah. It's not the person that's giving you that. It's actually channeling energy, and the energy knows where to go in order to heal people. Yeah. Reiki is a very popular thing that yeah. people do for healing. I incorporate it with the meditation and the and what I provide as the service for connecting them with their angels. So even after the whole Reiki experience and their meditation, that's when we do card readings and I focus on connecting them with actual angel messages and their guides. Now, now if you're someone at home and you're kind of like, okay, this is something I want to get into, but I don't have the money. I don't have a person near me. I'm not in L.A. <laughs> you know yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what are your resources, or how do you begin that process? This or, is yeah. so easy, mm-hmm. and it's people are going to be like, not even, not even know. Mm-hmm. It's you literally go inward. Mm-hmm. You literally start talking to yourself, <laughs> and you just go, okay, self. Like, remember when I said that you were kind of accessing your higher, your lighter self? Because you were seeing what actually works for you, what knows best for you. So all people have to do to develop that and start aligning themselves is actually go inward. Take some time to meditate, even if it's for five minutes. Take a five-minute meditation, close your eyes, start breathing and being connected with the breath inside of you. Mm -hmm. You're going to start seeing things, hearing messages. You're going to start feeling things, and you're going to be like, oh, this is who I am. It's about coming back together. You don't need to go pay anyone to do anything. And that's my goal with what I do. I want to be a bridge for people and be like, oh, you're waking up. Oh, you have a thing. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little tool, and you're going to be able to do this yourself. It's crazy energy-wise how... um if you are with a significant other or a friend and you literally don't touch them, you're literally like an inch away from them, you're put, like you just kind of put your... You can feel their energy that's set to your intention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just... It's crazy how... And I guess it just depends. It's not necessarily a, a religious thing, but mm-hmm. it's definitely something that if you're spiritual versus religion, it's a whole different beast. Like, you know, it's, think about it like this. If you... We're in the world by yourself, or just in the world, and you don't believe in anything. Like, what's keeping you working? What's keeping you from not drinking that? What's keeping you from doing all this? There's no purpose. Yeah. Right? But if you connect yourself with something, whether it's... Like having an anger. Right. That, that's why, you know, if you don't believe in God or Jesus, you still need to believe in something. Like, that, yeah. when people say they just don't, it, it just, it worries me because you might be in a good place now, but life, ha- I was on the phone with this lady and I was explaining a situation. She's like, don't worry, I, I understand. Like, I never met her before. Yeah. Customer servant. Yeah. Customer, customer, customer servant uh, agent. And she's like, don't worry, like, life happens. And that, to me, was just so, because I had to talk to somebody and I was like, I need to speak to the supervisor. And that to me is so. That's all you need to see because it's like there's empathy. I yeah. understand. This is what we emotional can't, intelligence. Right, we, yeah. This we can't do this, but here's your options. Yeah. You don't have to tell me a story. It's you know, I guess I sounded sincere to her, yeah. and she's like, "Look, this life happens. Yeah. It's not just it's not just you, but I get it." Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things where it it, it none of that existed, yeah. and we were just here. Then what's the point? Yeah. And that's why people say the best thing that you can do for yourself to connect with yourself and with spirit is to go outdoors, to be in nature, to connect with nature. Because once you start, you know, that's why people start wanting to go hiking or they want to go to the beach so much. Mm-hmm. It's not just the sun and the water. It, well, it is the water. It's the connection to the earth where there's not, not all this stuff happening that they have to be distracted by. It's a connection to what their soul is actually mm-hmm. calling for, which is 
connection to the earth. Yeah. Go outdoors, be in everything, because you won't have the need for those things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't have to bring alcohol to the beach. People do. <laughs> but you don't have to because you feel the vibration coming from the natural elements yeah. around you, and that lights you up. You yeah. sound very L.A., by the way, yeah. but I totally get you. Um, <laughs> the beach. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny because, like, when I'm walking home, there's a tree in front of my house, and that yeah. tree's been in front of my house since I've been there. Yeah. And I actually looked at that tree one day, and it's like, like the wonderment of that, the creation... Then I noticed literally this summer that um, down the street, my neighbors have chickens. Mind you, I've heard, like, while I'm sleeping, I've heard them, as I had no idea. They're you didn't raised, make the connection. They didn't you make the connection. Mindful, and I'm yeah. seeing at, like, at noon, chickens in the backyard in Van Nuys. Like, how is that even? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I said? But for you to be able to do that, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like all these little things. To check in. Yeah, and, like, to check really in. be present. And really be present. It's one thing to be present within self, yeah. but then also be present with everything that's going on. Because there's going to be a moment in time where you're not living in LA or you're not living in this place or that parent is no longer there. All those little things that you could have been present for, you know, or you lose your phone and all those pictures are gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So all those little things, are they make a difference. And that's the thing. It is the I am presence. It is being here now because if you think, if you're creating an idea for just the future and you keep focusing on this thing, you're missing out on this all this stuff in between. Yeah. You're, you're not even actually seeing everything that's coming at you because you're so focused on this thing that's way that you're creating in your head that isn't even there. Mm -hmm. You have to be here. You have to see it. You Seeing that made you start connecting with nature more, made you connect with yourself because you saw beauty in the thing that's always been there, mm -hmm. and now you could see it. Yeah, it's... And we, we got to cover the other two hyphens, uh, singer-songwriter. Oh. <laughs> so since I've known you, you've been doing that. How is that... How is this... How, what's the evolutionary process from singer-songwriter to trainer to now spiritual healer, and did that inform your music today? Uh, definitely. Now, I realized more recently that I've been doing this kind of light work um, since I've been writing music. I knew that I always had to write music. It was way, my way of communication when I was so depressed and shut down as a teenager. You know, I, went, I didn't believe in myself. I just didn't want to be around, to be honest with you. And music is what literally saved me. So I found the piano. I took, I took to it. I started writing my feelings out. And that's how I began to communicate. And then along with that, I would see things and be like, well, you know, I feel like I should look like that person. I was like really, really, really skinny. And I was like, I don't feel like I'm in the right body. I feel like I need to look like that. So I was like, I'm going to go make myself strong. And then I engaged in that. And what I realized during that process is that everything I am now, I already always was. Mm -hmm. And I just had to see it and choose to see it and stop believing everybody else's opinions of me and giving them that power. So I started doing that and I go, you know what, that's what I want to do. I do music because I want to inspire people to love themselves more, to feel something. I did fitness because I wanted everyone else to know that if you have the idea of it, it's already literally living in you and it's mm -hmm. about me helping you explode that open so you can fully live in that. Then what I also realized was that the whole spiritual aspect is what I've always been doing. It was just about accepting it, loving it, and starting to tune in to that frequency so that I could engage with people's lives on all these different levels. Was there any trepidation about tuning into that frequency? Yes. Because now you're getting involved with people in a level so deep it might be scary to you or to them. Uh, yeah, when I was this is not a new thing for me. When I was young, I engaged with tarot reading, pendulum, which is dousing, you know, the pendulum, mm -hmm. um, and 
and I did that for an event, and I, it was so real for me, but the people that taught me didn't fully teach me how to be responsible for it. So reading a bunch of tarot cards, which has negative tones and aspects to it about things that are happening in people's life, I took that on. And then it, they haunted me. They literally gave me nightmare after nightmare after nightmare after nightmare. And I basically attracted and I opened the door to negative energy. Mm-hmm. Um, when that happened, I, I really shut it down because I was like, oh, hmm, no. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and like have ghosts haunting me, be afraid, so on and so forth. So then cut to more recently, I had a trip where I was playing music, actually. And... Um, and I was at a museum, and something in my chest like started squeezing, and my breath labored, and I was like, what is going on? And that thing told me, at that moment, I was like, I think I'm supposed to get back into healing and making sure that I work on this level again, but I won't do it unless I know how to do it responsibly and from a light place and full mm-hmm. of love. Mm-hmm. And then once I did that, again, I'm going back to intention. You have to set your intention and welcome the things that you want. When you can set that intention and you are vibrating at a higher frequency, all this lower stuff can't even come near you mm-hmm. because it can't even it doesn't even know what to do with you. So cuz you're way up here. Yeah. So it's about your intention, it's what you set, and now I'm not afraid of any of that stuff. You know, it seems like a uh, higher intention um Lisa Bonet. Like when you see her, even Zoe Kravitz, when you see them this little entertainment stuff, even though they're in it, it, it they appear like it doesn't phase them. Where yeah. you see other actresses and actresses, so actors they're and, living in you it. You see yeah. they're like just in it. They're gripped by it. They're yeah. gripped by it. And it's it's, mm-hmm. it's and again, um, I just want to clarify for folks like it's not um, if you're not a believer in you know Christianity or whatever, it's not that. Yeah, there's way more than just you know the religions. Yeah. So definitely, if you're if it's something you're into or you've heard somebody talk about, then explore it more for yourself versus you know. Oh well, I just I don't I don't do that. Did you have a? Oh well, no. I just want to say this: everyone is actually spiritual. Yeah. We are spirit, but yeah. people don't always realize it because they put an idea of religion or mm-hmm. belief systems on the idea of spirituality. And it actually, you're so right. I'm so glad you've said that twice because people now can start breaking away that idea of what they think it is. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we are spirit when our body dies we go on to the next thing we actually will never die we're going to keep going and we're going to keep seeing the same souls in different lives and we're going to keep working you know so it isn't about religion we are all spiritual and everyone is on a spiritual path whether they know it or not and it's not to say not to go to church either. Go to church and go to, <laughs> do you, do you your belief? Yeah, do, you, do, what, whatever, do you. whatever works for you. You'd be like, they said, like, no. Did you, did you, were you going to do something here with us here? Um, do we have time? I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, it might take, it would take a few, I don't know if we have time to do that. I don't think uh, we have time. It can't be, a, what a, is a it? card reading cannot be rushed. Yeah. Okay. So what we'll do, we're going to do our Fit Club 5. Our Fit Club 5 is going to be our five rapid questions to you. Give us your answer. And then on, as we go out, we'll start the card reading and then we'll he just can do, do it first. Yeah. <laughs> Pick up five. So, uh, so we're going to give you five questions. So you're going to say whatever comes to your mind. Okay. So uh, last person you text. Rachel. Dream dinner guest. Um, Julia Garner from Ozark. Ooh. Uh, if somebody to play you in a film, who would it be? Um, Matthew Dennis Lewis. Ooh. Favorite <laughs> junk food. Uh, oh, that's not junk food. <laughs> Who's like carrot and ranch? <laughs> I was gonna say pad thai. Well, pad thai with tofu. Yeah, yeah. If you eat the whole thing, it yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Uh, Greens and nice. If you were on death row, what would be your last meal? 
Mm, pad Thai with tofu. Mm. Oh my gosh! Do, do you go? There's. I'll tell you this place in the valley. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally went to a flashback uh, to like, the food. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were having an angelic moment. I, I was. <laughs> it's, you don't even understand. It's just so healthy and delicious. Okay, sorry. Well, I, I think I think we got a little bit of time. Can we? Yeah, we can do let's it. Let's go for it. Yeah, yeah. Three yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's go. For well, it. Okay. Well, you're, it'll 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 be on the way out, but we'll we'll do it. Okay, cool. Get that mu- music ready, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> this is a special request. Shock has a special request for some card reading. Well, I so. wanted to I wanted to see what it is you do. Like, yeah. yeah. So um, I'll, I'll do it out loud so everyone can hear. Yeah, okay. of course. Um, angels, please be with us now. Guides, please be with us now. Please fill these cards with your love and your light and your truth from the highest realms of unconditional love. I ask that Shaka's angels and guides please step forward to give him the message they want him to receive. My heart thanks you and I thank you and so it is. So we'll do a little quick reading. Okay? Okay, let's go. So I just want to... I want the music, though. I know. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that card's a jumper, which means... Oh, no. It's for you. (laughs) Oh, there's a few. Here, we'll do it. There was a few. There was a few. I'm greedy. Okay, I want so them all. I want you, just to put your energy into it, do this. Just shuffle them like that, like you see. You can do it any way you want to. Like, oh, God. Just my energy. Boom. Boom. Oh, there we go. This reading, the first card, it's just going to be a quick reading. Yeah, so yeah. the first card is going to be a focus card. It means in a thing that's going on in your life or something that's going on or something that you need to pay attention to that your guides and your angels want you to know. Oh, like, my God, I keep doing that. It's like just an awesome card. That's what I'd like. Just well, like, <laughs> your life is going to be awesome. Okay, so this first card is your focus card. mysteries revealed so there's something going on right now um, where these things that you were unaware of or that you did not know or something that you were blind to is actually going to start revealing itself either it is right now or it's going to in the near future so these things that you're like i don't know what's going to happen i don't i can't i can't feel it out i don't see what's going to take place all of this stuff that is unknown is going to start making itself known to you so you're going to actually figure out those things you've been wondering about okay The next card is a card that supports this from the top. Okay, it's a card that um, is supporting this or something you need to know in relation to this. Okay. Yes, music. Yes, <laughs> music. It's like life restored. That's about you coming back to your true soul purpose. So, yes, and, and just on a personal note, I mean, I can see that with what everything you've been doing now um, and knowing you for how long I've known you and watching you literally right now fall into your purpose as being a teacher and a leader. This makes complete sense for why everything's going to unfold the way it is for you. But it, life restored, this isn't the first time you've been this person who you are now. This is you repeating your soul purpose right now in, in being a leader for people so that people can listen to you. Okay. Mm, I'm liking this yeah. one. Yeah, this is yeah. great. This is great stuff. <laughs> the next card is going to be the card that goes Thank God below. it's not negative. <laughs> run, run, Jacka. Oh, we got 15 seconds. Uh, so I'm gonna we're gonna do the rest off camera. I'm liking the way the reading's going. So we got to continue. But again, uh, guys, my name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. Uh, my name is TK Trinidad. You can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. Thank you, Mr. Derek Jameson. Where can they find you? At Derek Jameson everywhere. Mm. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Ciao. Let's continue.
Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.